This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. I am Dave Biddle, coming at you from Atlanta with my friends Marcus Hartman from the Dayton Daily News, Patrick Murphy from this site called Bucknuts. Boys, it's just good to be here, all of the travel craziness. Um, Buckeyes, seven-point underdogs. You know, this is going to be a tough game. Marcus, if, if you're an Ohio State fan, like, how confident do you think Ohio State should be in this game? Um, you know, that's a good question. I mean, there is, without a doubt, a path to victory. Now, should you feel confident that they're going to find that path? I don't know. I mean, that's up, that's just to eat, up to each person's personal point of view, I suppose. But if they should – people have been asking me this for a month, you know, what are Ohio State's chances? Well, are they going to call the good plays? And then the ones that work that actually will keep the defense off balance, then they're pretty good. And what they call the plays they call against Michigan, then they're not good. Um, so I think if you want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're going to have a good game plan, you know, be able to really be prepared to put their best foot forward, then they've got every chance to win this game. Patrick Murphy, I know you've already talked about this game a lot. What If you're a Buckeye fan, like what chance would you give the Buckeyes in this game? I, I, I think it's better than what the – I don't want to say the vast majority, but at least the vocal majority of Buckeye fans, the people that are on our message boards, uh, the people that are angry about what they saw against Michigan. Um, you know, obviously there's, there's been a lot of consternation with that game, with recruiting and things like that. And so there's a lot of just negativity around this team right now. And I think that this team is still better than a lot of people are looking at them right now because of that Michigan game we were talking about this team really positively through the first half of the season, right, Dave? They were the number two team, I don't know, almost every week, if not every week. I'd have to go back and look at it. I know the talk at one point was if there's any team that can beat Georgia because of this Ohio State offense, it's Ohio State. So I would say, you know, I wouldn't say it's better than 50% because I still have questions like Marcus brought up about the play calls, the coaching, even some of the players, but I would say it's 
better than people expect based on the Michigan game. I think the Michigan game has swayed things too far one way. And if this were the national championship game, one versus two, we'd be talking about this in a very different light. Yeah, it's very interesting um, because like if you like, it kind of feels like Ohio State's like a 14-point underdog in this game or something like that, and they have like a 15% chance of winning for the analytics. You know, but you look at it, Ohio State's a seven-point underdog, and they have a 40, 42% chance of winning, according to the analytics. I'm not going to say it's a 50-50 game, but I feel like it's pretty close to that. I'm not too far away from the analytics. Um, Marcus, like, if you look at Ohio State, like, what's your, what would be your biggest concern for the Buckeyes into this game? Um, well, you know – Again, you know, there's there's different ways you can choose to attack this team. I think if you watch, you know, one of the games that would be similar, they talk about, you know, LSU put it 500 yards on them, and that's a good, you know, maybe a reason to be optimistic. Maybe it's not because that was a game where, you know, Georgia kind of had control of the game the whole time. So they were they were going to loosen up a little bit. More than kind of. They, yeah. They were up right big first so, quarter. And if you watch the Tennessee game, which is Tennessee would be a somewhat similar offense, it was – and there was some rain that became a factor in that. But – they really choked off Tennessee's passing game. And so if they can do that to Ohio State, then Ohio State is in big trouble. But the way they defended Ohio State, Tennessee, you know, there's, some, there's a path to be consistent and to be and have some play-by-play success and really stay with it. So I think, you know, you look at it, Ohio State's got some skill guys. They've got Stroud. You know, Stroud's got to be on it. He's got to be able to, uh, you know, I, I really think this is actually the kind of game, as much as I am a – I love to run the ball and ball control type thing. This is actually more of a ball control passing type of a game. I actually think if they came out and threw the ball a lot here to be aggressive and kind of go after this Georgia secondary, I think that that is probably the way to go. Now, will that work out in the long run? We'll have to see. Because Kevin Wilson did point out, people were asking about that today, and Kevin Wilson said, well, LSU threw for 500 yards, but they lost by 20 points. So is that, does that mean that that's the right way to go about it or not? And that's that's a valid, uh, a valid uh, counterpoint to that. I'm glad you got into that, Marcus. Like, like Patrick, get more into like because I just got in here like last night. We're recording this. I got in here today. Like, we're recording this like here on Tuesday night. I just got in here tonight, so you guys did not because it's night outside. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's actually 4 a.m. We're recording this right now. Um, no, but seriously, you guys saw the interview today. I'm glad like Marcus brought that up. Give me the vibe, Patrick, on the Ohio State's players. Uh, how do you feel like they're embracing this game? And the same question I asked Marcus, like, do you feel like Ohio State is locked in here? Like, just um, just get into all that. Yeah, Marcus, tell me if you got a different vibe. But, like, I think Ohio State is is trying to be an underdog in this game. I don't know if they know how to be an underdog because they aren't normally that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, C.J. Stroud brought it up. He's brought up that a lot some of the other guys kind of countered with, okay, well, we, we always are confident. We, we are, we are always Ohio state. Um, But I do think that there is this confidence about this team that they know what they can be. They know how talented they are. Mm -hmm. They've seen that in bits and pieces like we have, and they've probably seen it more. They've seen it in practice and, and things like that. And so I think they are confident that they can go out and be the team that we thought they could be throughout the season but ultimately you got to put it on the field for 60 minutes. And that's where I'm a little hesitant to pick Ohio state just because we haven't, you know, Penn state, they weren't the better team for probably the vast majority of that game. And then they just out talented Penn state, Um, you know, Notre Dame, similar thing, Michigan. I, I, you know, I think they were the better team still probably most of that game. 
they don't out, they don't eventually out talent them. There's no out talenting Georgia. You have to be the better team on that day. You have to be the better coach team. All that everything has to work. And so that's where I'm a little hesitant. But I do think from interviews, from all the talking we've done with this team, I, I, I mean, I think they're in a good headspace, and I think they want to prove something. Don't don't you? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a good point. I, I think they are a little bit in between on the yes. Do they want to completely embrace the underdog aspect? No, maybe not. Because you're right, because there's also something to just being confident that, hey, if you show up and play your game, then you can win. And I think that there's, again, like I said, there's definitely a path to victory. They don't have to have some superhuman effort to win the game. We, and we don't even know what their best is necessarily because right. we haven't maybe haven't even seen it. So I think that's a good point. Um, so it is a little bit weird. <coughs> Excuse me. There, it is a little bit weird from the from that aspect of it in terms of, you know, how they are approaching it. Um and maybe neither of those points is where they're going. And the easy narrative is always, hey, they're mad and they're they're motivated and they're going to win. But also there's something to be said for just showing up confident and feeling like if you execute your things, you can win. And, and you're right. They're not going to out-talent Georgia, but it, it more like they can certainly equal talent Georgia. Right. So so if they play their game, they can most definitely win. Now, what is, is Georgia's ceiling higher than Ohio State's in this game? Maybe it is. I, I don't really know. Because honestly, you know, you hear some of the Georgia – reporters talk and they there's a little bit of a similar vibe from georgia that yeah, they're maybe, not last year they, yeah they haven't necessarily played their best game either they're definitely not last year's team but last year's team was like an all-time great team yeah. especially if you look at the nfl but even beyond that aspect of it whatever this year's team is they may not have seen their best game either so yeah, I agree. And, and and so that's that's it is a very unique sort of way to to look at this game and try to figure out what's going to happen yeah and Look, I mean, ultimately, this this game's going to come down to execution on the field day of the game. I think the big plays that both teams can hit, but especially Ohio State in the passing game, I think could be the difference. If you can, you know, you mentioned you you normally are a guy who runs the ball. If if you're making the decisions, if you can hit Georgia over the top. Yes, LSU was down big, and so they had to throw, and, and Georgia was playing a different type of defense. But you can – this is the 51st pass defense in the country. This isn't like an elite you – know, they're the number one rush defense in the country. So I don't know how well that attack works. But if you can hit them over the top, if you can – if you are willing to take shots, if you are willing to be creative – and Ryan Day talked as soon as the Buckeyes got into the playoff about how they need to be aggressive, they need to play loose – that's going to be key to me. You can't coach this game like, you know, we're, we're going to, we can't lose it. You, you just have to go out there and, and coach the game and see what happens and let you, let your talent be the talent and, you know, see how it ends up. And I, I, like I said, I think Ohio state has enough talent to win this game. All right. Last thing. Like I've talked a lot about how Ohio state as an underdog is a big problem for the opposition. We've seen it time and time again. That doesn't mean that it's going to work this time. But I'm going to get my friends' opinions on this. We've seen it time and time again. It's so rare that Ohio State's an underdog. Everybody's doubting them, including a lot of Ohio State people. Does that mean anything? Does it not? you throw that out when the game begins? I, I don't think you do. I'll give my opinion first because I've seen it too many times where Ohio State's the underdog when they come out here, especially in big games, and get the job done. Um, I'll turn it over to my Green County compadre, Marcus Hartman. Marcus, how much does the um, underdog role help Ohio State, if at all? 
you know, like you said, it, it's hard to say. I would have assumed a lot. I'm honestly, I, I'm wondering more after we talked to him, like Patrick brought up, that they are not just. They're not. I don't. I don't think that they are a team that is just really mad about the doubters. I do think they're more worried about just getting their own stuff together, um, for better or for worse. I mean, who knows? A lot of that stuff ends up being talk. You know, when you get down to it. Um, and it, it works out well when you can be down. And maybe, who knows, maybe they're playing coy. I mean, sometimes these guys are a little bit too well coached in interviews too, but I don't really get that impression that that was, at least from the guys we talked to today, I don't think that was that. I mean, these guys are pretty straightforward in terms of how they think about things. So um, it doesn't hurt. I, and whether they're mad or anything, I do think, and Kirby Smart talked about this, that like last year when they lost the SEC championship game, that was kind of centering. And it helps. I do think there is most definitely something to – Maybe if your guy, every guy on the roster goes, you know what? Maybe I did let this slide. Maybe I didn't maximize that workout yesterday or something like that. So tomorrow, that's not going to happen. Um, and their preparation and stuff like that. I think that there is something to that about showing up really more on their game um, because they lost a game. You know, it's harder to think that they, it's not like they overlooked Michigan, but obviously they didn't come near playing their best. Um, they didn't play the type of game that they would have to play to beat a team like Georgia. Um so what is it going to be? It's really hard to say until they take the field. But um, I, I think you have to feel like, I mean, really, they, they should be able to use that to their advantage. If they can't, that's a pretty big red flag to whatever everything that's going on at the Woody Hayes uh, facility right now. But uh, let's wait and kind of see how things look on Saturday. Exactly. So, Patrick, close us out here. I mean, they should be a mad team. They should be pissed off how much – Will that help them, or is that not a factor in your opinion? Well, I think it's – the underdog thing is an interesting thing when you're Ohio State because you're not an underdog often, as we've talked about. I think that Urban Meyer was a master of grabbing that motivation out of teams. He was a psych major at Cincinnati. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah. You you look at – I mean, the you just look psychologist. at – You look well, at – like He made up things in the 06 Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, like, like to make the team mad. Like, he actually posted, like, fake <laughs> insults of the right. team. Like, uh, when they were leading up to play Ohio State. Yeah. And I, I talked about this on last week's Bucknuts Happy Hour. Like, how does this staff do as an underdog We haven't seen Ryan Day as an underdog as a head coach. We haven't seen Jim Knowles with this group. So I think it'll be very interesting just how you you pull that out of the team. But again, I I don't – like I said and Marcus has reiterated, I don't know if that's the way they're looking at it. I don't know if it'll ultimately matter. Um, I think you do need to be an angry team. You do need to be – you know, just motivated by what happened in the last game, but you also just need to be good. Like that's the, that's the thing ultimately to me, you are, you know, if you look at the two, four, seven sports composite talent rankings, they're the third most talented team slightly behind, I believe Georgia and Alabama's way above. So we know Alabama underachieved this year. And so to me, it's like, you need everything to just, be what it was supposed to be this season. And like the first half of the season, I thought we saw that the second half of the season. I feel like we didn't see it as much. And, you know, that, that comes down to coaching. The coaches need to, you know, call the, call the plays that work, you know, don't, don't be worried about something not work, you know, just cause Travion, just, I mean, like in, in the Michigan game, here's what I, I felt like 
you were worried about things not working, whether it was guys being hurt or whatever. And, you know, not to lose. Yeah. And like, and and I don't know why that was. And I feel like they've done that. And I'm not blaming this all on Ryan day, because I think like even Jim Knowles, like he was almost too aggressive at times. And you just need to, you just need to call the game the way you would call any other game and just like play to win. And that's the way Georgia's going to play. But, but Ohio state should be the team that doesn't have that, that burden on them. And I think they do a little bit just because of the negativity around this team right now. That's and, the great thing is like, they just played loose. Yeah. Just which they should. It should be like 2014. Right. You're going against Alabama. No one expects you to win. Go out there and do it. The problem is you lost to Michigan. The problem is your recruiting class didn't close the way you wanted. Right. And I, I talked about this. I did a podcast for the 247 Sports National uh, today, and I talked about it on there. You can get more from that. But Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. They they need to, and we, we've got Georgia's side on that too, but they need to just, they need to just go out and and play football and not worry about what's going to happen if they lose this game. Cause there, there, there will be negative reaction, but if they, if they win, if they play the way that they can, if they're cap- the way they're capable of they're every bit as good as Georgia, maybe not like position by position, you match them up, but I think overall, like you can win this game. And so just go out and go out and play some football, play some ball. Look like you did early in the season. You know what Buckeye fans they got a chance, which after the Michigan game, I thought they had no chance. They You're got a chance. Game, so you have a chance. So listen, I listen. Thank you to my friend Marcus Dayton Daily News, Marcus Hartman, right here. Thank you to my colleague Patrick Murphy coming at you live from Atlanta. All right. Appreciate you guys. I thank you to Patrick. Thank you to Marcus Hartman from the Dayton Daily News. Thank you to all of you for tuning in. Hope everyone has a great day.